Good morning, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans coming to you again today with another word from the Holy Spirit. What an awesome God he is. I pray that today when you receive these words, it will find you well. Today is November 19th, 2020, November 19th, 2020, and the time is 9.26 a.m. Today is Thursday. We thank God for another day. The blessings of the Lord had make it rich and had added no sorrows to it. And Jacob was left alone. There are times when we are left alone with God struggling. And Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. It's good to, to spend some time with God a long time with him, we will get an answer. Genesis chapter 32, verse 24 and 30. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Thank you, Father that you transformed Jacob all night long, all night long. I've been with Jesus all night long. My heart has uttered praise all night long. My heart, my soul been lifted in worship all night long. I have been with him. So Jacob wrestled. No man spends a night before God without victory in the morning. Take some time out to spend the night with Jesus. No man spends a night before God without victory in the morning because prayer changes things. Prayer changes things. The word of God says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are not only to pray in his name, but we are to give thanks in his name. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ, his son. And now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks. Give thanks. And here we go with our school bell. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for another day. I thank you that you've given me a voice that I can speak to your people. I thank you for the Holy Spirit, because without you, I can do nothing. Father God, Help me to always realize that it's you that speaketh through me and that you are doing the work through me to your people. 
Thank you for your grace each day that you provide us. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for your peace in the name of Jesus. And Lord, as you gave me this message this morning as I stepped in my prayer room, I will give it as you gave me. In the name of Jesus, I bless you. Well, like I said, today is November 19th, 2020, and today is Thursday. And here's another word from the Lord. He's awesome. He's an awesome God. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Holy is the name. Holy is the name. Holy is the name of the Lord. Holy is the name. Holy is the name. Holy is the name of the Lord. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. 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 There is something about that name. Master. Savior. Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away but there's something about that name there is a name i love to hear i love to sing its worth it sounds like music in mine ear, the sweetest name on earth. It tells me of a Savior's love who died to set me free. It tells me of his precious blood, the sinner's pearl plan oh how I love Jesus oh how I love Jesus oh how I love Jesus
says, because he first loved me. Oh, how I love Jesus. Jesus, the very thought of thee, with sweetness fills my breast, but sweeter for thy face to see, and in thy presence rest. No voice can sing, no heart can frame, nor can the memory find a sweeter sound than Jesus' name, the Savior of mankind. O hope of every contrite heart, O joy of all the meek to those who ask how kind thou art how good to those who seek but what to those who find are this nor tongue nor pen can show the love of Jesus, what it is, none but his loved ones know. Oh, love, that will not let me go. Wonderful, merciful Savior, precious Redeemer and friend, who would have thought that the Lamb could rescue the souls of men? Oh, you rescue the souls of men. Counselor, comforter, keeper, spirit we long to embrace. You offer hope when our hearts have Hopelessly lost the way. Oh, we hopelessly lost the way. You are the one that we praise. You are the one we adore. You give the healing and grace. Our hearts always hunger for. Oh, our hearts always hunger for Almighty, infinite Father, faithfully loving your own. Here in our weakness you find us falling before your throne. Oh, we are falling before your throne. You are the one that we praise. You are the one we adore. You give the healing and grace. Our hearts always hunger for. Oh, our 
what's always hunger for. You are the one that we praise. You are the one we adore. You give the healing and the grace. Our hearts always hunger for. Oh, our hearts always hunger for Jesus, 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 what a wonderful Jesus you are, Master, Savior, Jesus, like a fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 let all nation and tongue proclaim. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away, but there's nothing, there is something, there is nothing. There is something about that name, no other name. I search all over, couldn't find nobody. Couldn't find no one like Jesus. No one. Oh yes, he cares. There's no one like him. Nothing compares with him. Absolutely nothing compares with them. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away. But there's something about that name. There is something about that name. And people of God, the message that God has given me this today is ready or not, here I come. Ready or not, here I come. And our scripture is from Revelation chapter 19, verse 1 to 21. Revelation chapter 19, verse 1 to 10, speaks about the testimony of Jesus. 1911 to 21 speaks about the righteous judge. So ready or not, here I come. That's Jesus speaking. He says he's coming. Ready or not, here I come. Revelation chapter 19, verse 1. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments, for he had judged the great whore, which did corrupt the earth with a fornication, and had avenged the blood of his servants out of hand. And again they said, Hallelujah, and a smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah. And a voice came out of the throne saying, 
Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife had made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of, of saints. And he said unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I saw heaven opened, and behold a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treaded the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he had on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come, and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat the flesh of kings, and the flesh of captains, and the flesh of mighty men, and the flesh of horses, and of them that sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast, and the kings of the earth, and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse, and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone, and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were killed with their flesh. That is the word of God I read to you from Revelation chapter 19, verses 1 to 10, and Revelation chapter 19, verse 11 to 21. And we bless the Lord for his word, for his word is truth. Ready or not, here I come. Revelation 19, 1. Praise is the heartfelt response to God by those who love him. The more you get to know God and realize what he has done, the more you will respond with praise. Praise is at the heart of true worship. Let your praise of God flow out of your 
relationship of who he is and how much he loves you. Let your praise of God flow out of your realization of who he is and how much he loves you. Verse 2, the identity of this great prostitute is explained in Revelation chapter 1. The great prostitute called Babylon represents the early Roman Empire with its many gods and the blood of Christian martyrs on, on its hands. The water stands for either sea, commerce, or well water, that is, well, well, uh, I call it, I would say that, someone who has a lot of provision, well-provisioned city. The great prostitute represents the seductiveness of the governmental system that uses immoral means to gain its own pleasure, prosperity, and advantage. In contrast to the prostitute, Christ's bride, the church, is pure and obedient. Pure and obedient in Revelation 19, 6 and 9. The bride is pure and the bride is obedient. Verse 8, 1 to 8. A great multitude in heaven initiates the chorus of praise to God for his victory. Now, if we don't praise down here, how are we going to praise up there? Then the 24 elders identified as the redeemed of God for all time, both before and after Christ's death and resurrection. They symbolize all those, both Jews and Gentiles, who are now part of God's family. The 24 elders show us that all the redeemed of the Lord are worshiping him. I do not know if who I'm sending this to today, but some time ago, I shared with you how, how God gave me a vision in my dream where I ended up around the throne of God, around a long, 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 long boardroom table. And I was being ministered by Jesus and 24 elders were sitting around the table, all dressed in white. I do not remember all that he said to me, but all I remember that I didn't want to leave. And he said, no, you have to go back. I remember that. And he placed a white stone in my hand. He said, you have to go back and take this. It was years later that I realized what that white stone was, the gospel. It was not my time. I'm here, but I had that vision. It never left me. Awesome experience. Then the 24 elders identified as the redeemed of God for all time, both before and after Christ's death and the resurrection. They symbolize all those, both Jews and Gentiles, who are now part of God's family. The 24 elders show us that all the redeemed of the Lord are worshiping him. If we can't worship here, how are we going to worship there? Finally, the great choir of heaven once again praises God. The wedding of the Lamb has come. 
In Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 to 13, it speaks about the parable of the wedding. You remember the, the five wise and the five foolish and the five foolish wasn't ready? When Jesus returns to take his people to heaven, we must be ready. Ready or not, here I come. Spiritual preparation cannot be bought or borrowed. So they was trying to borrow some oil. No, no, no. Spiritual preparation cannot be bought or borrowed at the last minute. Our relationship with God must be our own because ready or not, he's coming. Christ compares his coming of his kingdom to a wedding for which we must, must be ready. When you're getting ready for a wedding, it takes planning. So, before the day of the wedding, you are supposed to be ready. So, we, it's been a long time we've been heard about Jesus. We've accepted him, but are we ready? He compares his coming of his king, of his kingdom, to a wedding for which we must be prepared. This is the culmination of human history, the judgment of the wicked and the wedding of the Lamb. Side by side, the judgment of the wicked and the wedding of the Lamb and his bride, the church. The church consists of all faithful believers from all time. The bride's clothing stands in sharp contrast to the gaudy clothing of the great prostitute. Completely different. The bride's clothing is the righteousness of the saints. These righteous acts are not religious deeds done by believers to their merit, but they reflect the work of Christ to save us. The angel did not accept John's homage and worship because only God is worthy of worship. Let us remember that. Like John, it would be easy for us to become overwhelmed by this prophetic pageant. But Jesus is the central focus of God's revelation and his redemptive plan as announced by the prophets. As you read the book of Revelation, don't get so bogged down in all the details of the awesome visions. But remember that the overarching theme in all the visions is the ultimate victory of Jesus Christ over evil. The name faithful and true contrasts with the faithless and deceitful Babylon. Let me say that again. The name faithful and true, it contrasts with the faithless and deceitful Babylon described in chapter 18. John's vision shifts again. Heaven opens and Jesus appears this time, not as a lamb, but as a warrior on a white horse. Warrior, which symbolizes victory. Jesus came first as a lamb to be a sacrifice for sin 
but he will return as a conqueror and king to execute judgment. That scripture is found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 7 to 10. You can take the time out to read it. Jesus' first coming brought forgiveness. That's what his first coming came to bring, forgiveness. His second coming will bring judgment. The battle lines have been drawn between God and evil. I did not say between good and evil. I said between God and evil. Let me say that again. Jesus' first coming brought forgiveness. His second coming will bring judgment. The battle lines have been drawn between God and evil. And the world is waiting for the king to ride onto the field. But ready, ready or not, here I come. Although Jesus is called faithful and true, he's called the word of God, and he's called king of kings and lord of lords, this voice implies that no name can do him justice. He is greater, he is greater than any description or expression the human mind can devise. You could say awesome, but he is greater. You can't describe him. This title indicates our, our God's sovereignty. Most of the world is worshiping the beast, the Antichrist. They're waiting for the Antichrist. The Antichrist is here. Most of the world is worshiping the beast, the Antichrist, whom they believe has all power and authority. Then suddenly, out of heaven rides Christ and his army of angels, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. His sacrifice signals the end of the false power, the end of the false power. Verse 19, the great supper of God is a grim contrast to the wedding supper of the Lamb. You could imagine that wedding. Oh, you could imagine that. Just imagine. The songwriter said, I only imagine. You can only imagine. One is a celebration and the other is devastation. The marriage of the Lamb the supper, wedding supper, the marriage supper of the Lamb is a celebration. I believe a lot of us are about to, 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 to encounter some celebrations. Well, the great supper of God, the marriage of the Lamb, the supper of the Lamb, hmm is a great celebration but that is a great celebration but the other is devastation the battle lines have been drawn and the greatest confrontation of the history of the world is about to begin the beast that is the antichrist and the false prophet 
has gathered the governments. It's happening. Have gathered the governments, armies of the earth under the Antichrist rule. The enemy armies believe they have come of their own volition. That's what they believe. In reality, God has summoned them to battle in order to defeat them. God has a plan that they would even presume to fight against God shows how their pride and rebellion have perverted their thinking. There really is no fight. However, because the victory was won when Jesus died on the cross for sin and rose from the dead. Thus, the evil leaders are immediately captured and sent to their punishment and the forces of evil are annihilated. I'm going to say that again. They think it's them. <laughs> but when Jesus died on the cross for sin and rose from the dead, the victory was already won. Thus, the evil leaders are immediately captured and sent to their punishment and the forces of evil are annihilated. The fiery lake of burning sulfur is the final destination of the wicked. Remember, we're not on the wicked side. The fiery lake of burning sulfur is the final destination of the wicked. Now, some people believe there's no hell. Some people believe there's no fire. fire. They don't believe that. But I'm going to tell you one thing. Knowing God and day by day, and he gives me some visions, it would just amaze you. One of the visions, he took me in a far, far place, and he showed me in a, long, in a far distance, he showed me hell. And he showed me the bodies in hell with no skin on it. I'm being real. And all you could see is steam coming out of those bodies. And all you could hear is groaning and moaning and groaning and moaning. And I said, oh, Jesus, have mercy. And he said to me, he said, you see that? If you don't tell my people about Jesus and his love and bring them to Jesus, and you allow them just to just go astray and don't minister them about Jesus, then the blood will be on your hand. Well, I'm telling you, hell is real. Okay? So they moan and groan and moan and groan and, 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 and the heat and the, and the steam. Right? I don't want you to go. I don't want your family to go. I don't want my enemy to go there. That's why I always talk about repentance. That's why I always say you need to give your life to Jesus. He loves us so, so much. So if I, I've had an encounter. I've, I've, I've seen it. It's real. The fiery lake of burning sulfur is the final destination of the wicked. This lake is different from the abyss. The abyss is the bottomless pit. This abyss represents the place of the demons and of Satan, the king of demons. 
the antichrist and the false prophet are thrown in the fiery lake then their leader satan himself will be thrown into that lake and finally death and hades afterward everyone whose name is not recorded in the book of life will be thrown into the lake of fire father in the name of jesus i ask you to have mercy on your people the word of god is truth i've had many encounters i don't want you to be thrown into that lake please 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 if you're playing church if you're playing one foot here and one foot there please get on that straight line and surrender your life to jesus i beg you i plead with you i plead with you i beg you because ready or not he's coming so you have to be ready he's coming and that's the word this morning to you wonderful merciful savior father of mercy precious redeemer and friend who would have thought that a lamb could rescue the souls of men oh you rescue the souls of men you are the one that we praise you are the one we adore you give the healing and grace our hearts always hunger for oh our hearts always hunger for you are the one that we praise you are the one we adore you give the healing and grace our hearts always hunger for oh our hearts always hunger for just how in the natural you are busy preparing whoever you are preparing for a wedding a physical wedding you spend a lot of money reception you spend a lot of money on the clothing well spiritually if you're not clothed in righteousness if, if you have not totally surrendered your life to Jesus and walking with the clothing of righteousness then if he comes he will find you naked oh blessed be the name of the Lord because he's coming he's been telling us a long time ago so ready or not here he comes I pray that when he reaches because he can reach any of us any day that we be clothed in righteousness I love you may God bless you may the peace of God that passes all understanding guard your heart and mind and be ready Jesus loves you that's that's how much he cares Oh, how he loved you and me. 
Oh, how he loves you and me. He gave his life. What more could he give? Oh, how he loves you. Oh, how he loves me. Oh, how he loves you and me. I pray that you be ready. Bless you. Have a blessed day. And I love you. God continue to bless you. This is Apostle Shirley Evans letting you know. Ready or not, he's coming. Here he comes. Ready or not, be ready. I love you.